Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Meanwhile, it's 52. I mean, where does it in the city? I got to check what it is exactly in the city, but it's put it this way. It's over 50 degrees today. It is January 30th. The month will end without any snowfall, any significant snowfall. How are you feeling about that? I'm not tripping. I mean, the rain, so it's not usually when you say, well, there's no snowfall, so we haven't had the, the ground hasn't no, been saturated enough. No, we had a ton of rain. Right, that's what I'm saying. So you, but, but when you hear no snow, you worry yeah. about, okay, well, the ground hasn't been saturated. How's things going to come back as far as when you think about, you know, spring and all that type of stuff? Well, we got plenty of rain, so we're fine. Um, I'm not tripping about it. You know what I mean? We'll we'll probably get something in February or March, but we'll get a late just, winter just, probably, right? We'll get that April snow. I see. I, I see. I, I don't think so. This is global warm at its finest. This is well, it's we just La Nina actually at its finest. That's what yeah. it is. I mean, because when it's when you look winter. at right when when you look at it right, the, all those rains that was supposed to be snowfall. The temperatures just weren't low enough. Mm-hmm. So you know, in essence, we got the moisture that we needed. And the good thing about rain is the next day it's gone, opposed to snow, it stays. So <laughs> I, I, I'm not. Tri- I'm not. I tri- love your that. optimism. That's such a great way to look at it. Is that you're looking at it that way. We'd be complaining about having to shovel it all, so why not? Right. Uh, did you see the beef that Kayvon Thibodeau got into with Joe Staley? Yeah, Joe Staley, OG, triple OG. Uh-huh. He so Thibodeau, the Giants, of course, rookie, uh-huh. he was watching the NFC Championship game, and he said he just tweeted, the way this game looked, we might be better than the 49ers. <laughs> Stop it. And Joe Staley responded, you're a flash player who gets bodied by average tackles. Don't let the New York media affect you too much. Hey. Damn. Yeah. And then, it, of it, course, it, but it, it, it didn't end there. Back. It didn't end there. Now, give Thibodeau credit. Because then he responded, I don't care how famous you think you are. If I don't know you, I don't know you. Yeah, he can say whatever he wants. <laughs> remember, remember, Thibodeau goes to the I don't know you thing a lot. Yeah, but he can say, guess what? I was drafted higher than you. Still, uh, <laughs> so, Lawrence Tynes apparently got involved in it as well, and all he res- all, all Staley re- responded up, to kicker, Lawrence Tynes. The kicker, yeah, yeah that's, that's literally what. Well, man, what? Well, Tynes was explaining, like telling telling Kayvon, like you know, ask Joe how many rings he has because you know you get a ring if you win the NFC Championship, but don't win the Super Bowl. So, Tynes, <laughs> Joe, Joe Staley on. responded, "You are a kicker." <laughs> That's about right. Like, listen, like he didn't even say anything else. Like, bro, like you're you, a kicker. You're. A... <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was funny. But, right, but, but also Parsons, like you know, what I mean Parsons tweeted a lot too. He always he always involved in some stuff. You know what I mean? He well, always... that was the stuff about the quarterback thing, right? What, what, what Michael Parsons was saying. By the way, news in Dallas: uh, uh, Kellen Moore out as the offensive coordinator. Expected that he will take the Chargers' open uh, OC job now with uh, Brandon Staley. I mean, he, they did have the number one offense in the league, and now you give him a more talented quarterback than the one that he had. Mm-hmm. And once, um, once uh, was it not Slater? Uh, is it Slater? No, who's the left tackle out there? Yeah, I think it's Slater. 
Slater comes back, great left tackle, Corey Lindsey, great center. I mean – Well, the issue, of course, is also Justin Herbert getting surgery on his shoulder, right? Yeah, Labrum. Yeah. The thing, is, the thing is, too, when you look at it, like Kellen Moore set himself up for, for success because he goes out there and the right. offense does well. Right. And yet, Brandon head coaching doesn't job. do well. Yep. He can be the next head coach of the Chargers. So, yeah. buyer beware when you think about that. Like, and you know, does this mean what does this mean for Mike McCarthy? Right? Does this mean is he going to call plays? Going to make the calls? Yeah. So Mike McCarthy saying, "Listen, if I'm going to go down, let me go down doing what I do best and call mm-hmm. plays." Yeah, doing it right? my way. And remember, like one of his biggest knocks was that he didn't run the ball when he was in in Green Bay. He never ran the ball, and so how does that work as far as running the ball? And the future of Zeke with Tony Pollard and trying to go out and, and draft. Well, how about also Dak Prescott being a guy that's had a ton of turnovers and you're going to try to throw the ball with him, make him more the primary guy? you got to get him more weapons. It can't just be C.D. Lamb. So, anyway, that's the news there. Uh, more news for you, Bart. So, D'Amico Ryan, as the Niners lose, defense coordinator that everybody yep. really was in love with, uh, it's expected that the Texans are going to make him their target for the next head coach. Man, D'Amico, you played there. Do not. You know how <laughs> – you know, you know Hopkins. You know JJ Watt. You played with JJ Watt. Don't be no fool. I knew you were going to do this. Don't listen. It, listen. Hey, it'll it, be the it third hasn't worked. It hasn't worked. It hasn't the worked. Third straight out. black coach. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't. It had. Yeah, it hasn't worked out for the Afro Americans. <laughs> it takes you Bro, a year. You are the leading candidate. Leading candidate for the Broncos job. Like, how about the bloom falling off of uh, Sean Payton? That was quick, wasn't it? Yeah, two interviews like, and yeah, like we're all set because he's probably asking for the. the he sun, wants twenty twenty million dollars a year, yeah, exactly. and he's gonna cost you a first round draft pick. Yeah. Like, bro, you got no. the same resume as right. Mike McCarthy. Yeah, he does. The hell That's am true. I like? I, I didn't understand. People were more excited with the the Provado and but when you look at the, you had a Hall of Fame quarterback, uh-huh. and you went nowhere. Now he would say, "Well, he wasn't a Hall of Fame quarterback I mean, when I got him. He was a pretty damn good one." So all right. So that's the news around the league. And then, then, then there's this news, and it's um, out of Green Bay, but in New York, this is one where you're like, you, when you heard this over the weekend, you perked up like, oh? And it's Adam Schefter talking about Aaron Rodgers and whether or not the Packers are ready to move on from him. I think there are people around the league who believe ultimately that Green Bay is going to trade Aaron Rodgers. He certainly sounds like a quarterback who is prepared for that possibility. But at some point here in the coming days, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are going to have to sit down and have an open, frank discussion about what each side wants to do moving forward. And there are people who believe the Packers are open to trading him. And there are people who believe that Aaron Rodgers would like to finish his career somewhere else. We haven't heard either side address that specifically. It's just out there as it was a couple of off seasons ago with Aaron Rodgers. And until we hear otherwise, that will continue to remain a possibility for a variety of reasons driven by the numbers involved, the Mm. salary cap situation, his contract, the state of the franchise, his own feelings. But the idea that Aaron Rodgers could be traded this offseason is a very real possibility. A very real possibility, Bart Scott. And that's the thing that I have been hesitant about. You have been all in. A lot of people are all in. If he's available, the Jets should do whatever it takes to get him. No... No price is too high, right? That's what it has to be because of all the reasons why it works for you. Short-term, Zach Wilson development, they already have a relationship so that you won't feel like he'll come in and there'll be some animosity. Won't be any of that because they already have a relationship. They text each other. Like, it's already there. So, so many things that make sense. Nathaniel Hackett, who knows him, that's your OC. All of it makes sense. But my hesitation was always, 
you got to see if the Packers are going to want to move him. Because if they really don't, if they're not ready to, or all that other stuff, you're going to have to wait till June, and other quarterbacks might be off the board by then, and then you could be left holding the bag. So Shefty saying this gives me some more optimism that, okay, there might be good reason to start getting into conversations with the Packers about this so you could have something at least in place ready to go when the day comes that obviously they do need to move on from him. Are you starting to perk up a little bit? A little bit. I got to admit. I got to admit. I'm like, uh, well, I don't want to say it on the air. Let's just say I'm I'm perking up You're a little optimistic. bit. It caught my, atten- are, are it caught my attention. Caught my attention. Are you optimistic? I, yeah, you know what? I'm a Jets fan. I, I don't know what optimistic. I don't know what optimism is. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's 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 basically that feeling of, you know, it, it's just that 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 the fact that the Jets could have some good good things that something good can happen to the Jets. Yes, it's very difficult to ever believe could, something like that is true. Could you imagine what the headlines would be if the Jets pull this off? No, I don't care what the compensation is. Who cares? See, don't see. This is what you're going to do to me now, and this is where I go to. Like, I go to uh, what's the movie? Uh, Brothers McMullen. You remember, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but I love that movie. And it's this thing where he says that, like, like it's like a Jets fan. He doesn't say Jets fan, but I'm saying this is a Jets fan. You're, you're a pessimist because it it helps you deal with the inevitable failure. It's one of the great lines from that movie. You stay a pessimist so you can deal better with the inevitable failure, and that's what a Jets fan's all about. So when, but when you also, when there, when good things happen, it's like that moment of like feeling good. You just get that little bit of, of dopamine, a little bit. And that's all I need. Cause too much, I won't be able to handle it. You got, so you that's got, where I am right now. I'm sort of like, I have a, that little bit of hope, but I'm still setting, I'm still being a pessimist. Like not, nah, there's no way this is going to happen because good things don't happen to us. Happened one time with Brett Favor. And what happened? He got hurt. And then he yeah. became he became a self photographer that that didn't go well. Yeah, but that whole year went, and then the next year the whole year Mark didn't Sanchez. go. The, the, it got half the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was nine and two. It it, it, it we didn't get to the finish line, which is once again, see what I mean? But you when, got when everybody got optimistic, you got optimistic at, at, at what was it? It was eight and th- eight and four or eight and three. Nine and two or something. And you were feeling it like like oh my god, we're we're gonna do it. We're the best team in the league. And then what happened? He got hurt, and you're just like, yep, that was coming. You knew that was coming. Lucy takes the ball away every time, Bart. So while I hear this news, and I can perk up a little, like you said, you, you perk me up. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. This is this might happen. This will be fun. This will be fun to talk about. But I will, won't believe it until he's in green, and then I still won't believe it's going to go well until he is wherever the Super Bowl is next year, in a Jets jersey, getting ready for kickoff. Then I'll you, feel good. You talk about a response to Josh Allen. Oh yeah. A response to Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. A response to Tua Tungabailoa. Say it. A response to Joe Burrow. Come on. A response to Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. You talk about a Deshaun, the, this response to Patrick Mahomes, boys. Preach. You get to go in. Like, you giving Aaron Rodgers a top five defense. You giving Aaron Rodgers, if Brees Hall come, and, and you talk about going out and getting a guy like or I hope I hope. I hope that we were watching the Jets. Go draft next, another receiver. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that the Jets, we just watched oh, the Orlando Jets. Orlando Brown? Let, yeah. 
I hope I hope we just watched. Did you him. see him after the game though. He sounded like he was pretty happy where he was protecting that man. Nah, 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 nah. Let me tell you something. Once I know you he, know. He, I know you know. If he, I know if, he, you know. if he gets the, the, the chip, he all about his business too. Good point. Let's not let's not Good get point. it twisted. If that's you're a Jets fan, you're rooting fran- for the that's Chiefs. That's why he's on because, the franchise tag. Yeah, exactly. He's right. like, nope. How many people actually? That's a non-football. That's a non-quarterback actually play on a franchise tag. Not many. Yeah. Like they, they offered him it's probably rare. $100 million. He's like, nah, I'm good. And the reports now that the salary cap is going up yep. next year, automatically still gives you like even more like, okay, we can sign Quentin, mm-hmm. go get Orlando. No, it's going to be 200. It's going to be north of 200. No, 238.1. Oh, even even higher than like the. It's already past 200. No, I know. I'm saying I, I was. It's going to be 238. I couldn't think of the number. I, I was thinking 240. Yes, it's, it's I thought, I, thought yes, I saw yes, north of two forty. I was saying two hundred, and I'm like in my I head, I'm it, like, is it two forty? Is it two? I think it came out to like two thirty nine. Okay, but still, so, so that's what I'm money. saying. So like, buy Corey, buy buy you know, uh, buy Carl. Mm-hmm. It's been real. About to go out and get these big boys, baby. All right, but, but that's fine. All right, so so obviously the offensive line will be an important part of it. Maybe another weapon or t- if and they crazy can get thing it. Is you don't need a super great offensive line for Aaron Rodgers. You need depth. Yeah. You need depth. You just, need, you just need a good. You just need a solid one. Yeah. No. I and, and if you had a and if you have a because running game, mobility. the threat of a running game with him dangerous, because now, you know what Brees Hall. Now it's going to be a while before we see Brees Hall. That's the problem. We're not going to see him right away. But that's why you get Kareem Hunt for five million dollars a year. Look at you already making deals. So where is your belief in Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform by the time training camp begins? At a level of one to ten, Bart Scott. It all depends, right? So the mechanics that have to happen. Right. If you if you if you have if you believe that okay the Jets because we know that the June second stuff ain't gonna work because I believe that um, they're gonna want a, uh, for their first round draft pick for this year. April. So to do that, that means that you know they need to sit down with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers need to decide okay this is what we're doing. Restructure. I'm with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Restructure and get and get a deal where that money is spread out. And you add to it, so it's almost like an NBA sign and trade. Yep. The deal's already in place. It relieves um, Green Bay of some of their salary cap stuff. Maybe they take a little of it on to make it easier because we're giving you a first round draft pick and it's, uh, uh, absorbing it. And you know, it's a three year deal. You add a tack a year on it. It's a three year deal. It takes Aaron Rodgers' salary cap down even more. And then it's really a three year deal where you can get out of it after two. So you can get all that done. And then they would get the thirteenth overall pick. That see, that's to me the high value pick. That's yeah. the one that. And then I think next year's has to be some type to, of. You don't have to give up a two ones. So you don't think two ones because I'm thinking no, that you don't they, they only get ones. they only get next year's one if he signs on for multi year. Like if he's no, if no, he no. if he plays another year. No, even if he's there for two well, years. If he walks, why no. why is that? That one should turn into a, a three or four, shouldn't no, it? No, even if he's I only even, got him for a year, bro, and I'm taking I'm, the money off your pocket. I'm, I'm giving your, you I'm giving you one, and I'm giving you a three if he plays two years. Remember, they got a three for Brett Favre, so I'm gonna give you a one for the first year. That's a long and remember, time ago. They yeah, I understand that, but right? Brett Favre was how old? It's it's pretty much apples to apples. A Is it? Multiple year MVP, mm-hmm. a guy that had just you no know, Brett Favre had just balled out in Minnesota uh, Bounty Gate, Bounty Gate. So it's yep. not like Brett Favre wasn't still playing at a high high level. So I mean, I can see it easily, right? Just give him a three. Just give him three. Give him a one and a three. It's a conditional now, three. Let me ask you this, because this is always the part where the reality kicks in. Ready? 
who is the leverage? Who's the leverage team that jumps into the fray to force the Jets to have to pay more than they want to? That no. that that the Packers like any team you, you never want nobody. Look, look this is nobody. the Knicks and Donovan Mitchell again, nobody. where you nobody. thought nobody, and all of a sudden no. here come the Calves. Nobody, you're telling me there's, there's everybody needs a quarterback nobody. in this league. Nobody, not in nobody the AFC is going to not jump into in, this. Not in the AFC. Remember, all the good quarterbacks are already in the AFC. Do you think that LA is going to the the the, the Chargers? No, the Chargers say, obviously are not. Right. All right. Let's, so, you know what? So, let's so, play that game. You want to play okay, that game? Let's do let's it. Pl- let's play that game because because that that was Let, part of the. Okay. Let's start. Listen. Part of the reasoning. Part of the reasoning uh, that we saw about this was that the the Packers were not going to trade him to the NFC. What the Raiders? The Raiders is the only team that you can that, say. And that's where I was going. Dad. All right, that's, so that's the only team. Again, Bills don't need one. Miami's already said that they're not going for Brady. That that two is their guy. Uh, the the Patriots. The Patriots? No, oh, oh, no. They, they they just they just reunited Mac and Cheese with his college coordinator. Yes, I know. Uh, all right, so obviously not Cincinnati, not Baltimore, uh, Pittsburgh. No. Definitely not. They they believe in Kenny Pickett. They do don't that. lose the business like All that. All right, we man. know the Browns. No, we know the Jaguars. No, Titans. He he does have a house in Nashville. Everybody will point out. You're going to tell me Tennessee is not going to somehow, some way, try to get involved in this. I can I can see that. All right, there's one team already you have to worry about Tennessee, and okay. I, and I worry about them because well, okay, okay. that's what, a good what, foundation okay. team. They've had yeah, success. Yeah, they have yeah, a good yeah. coach. Can I ask you something? Great running game. Can I ask you something? What? Who are you throwing to? Well, you can Woods? fix that, but you could fix that problem. No, who is yes, he, he throwing? Who's he throwing to? T. Higgins. Nah, bro. Uh, what, what, what? No, you're going to tell me no. You can make the argument for the Jets, and I appreciate you doing it. I'm just saying, I'm trying to be the devil's advocate. You talk here. about you talk about a broken down offensive line. If you're Green Bay, you need a leverage team. Otherwise, you're not going to get top dollar, right? You're not. So Tennessee's one. Indianapolis. How can you say no? The Colts won't try to jump in on that. Well, why would he want to go to Indianapolis? It doesn't matter. I'm just who's Listen, a, a yo, leverage team. What do you mean team? it don't matter? You don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to dictate where he goes? I don't know. I have you no think, idea. I'm sure he has a no trade clause. Okay. So you you're, think he, you're all right. So no Colts. Guess what? You're saying no to the Texans. No. Chiefs obviously no. Chargers no. no. Raiders yes. Maybe. And Las Vegas would be a place that I think would have been amenable to I, him I, I, because I, I, it's I the West Coast. I just I just don't know if he wants to follow that. Or Guess go what? or go Guess with what? Josh. Guess Josh what? McDaniel. Right, and run that offense when you got Nathaniel Hackett. That's going to run the offense. You talk about a smooth transition. Nathaniel mm-hmm. Hackett is to what would get you to get you over the hump, and the fact you have Nathaniel Hackett, who, guy who he loved, and so all things been equal, New York because what it does to his profile. Mm-hmm. Going to going to the coach don't raise his profile. Going to Tennessee don't raise his profile. Going to the New York Jets, who is consistently have not went to a playoff uh, to the playoffs in twelve years. Is talked about more than any one of those teams combined. Are they not? Yes. Did 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 did, did, did you did you see did you see Phil? Did you see Boomer? Then they mm-hmm. look tired. <laughs> then they look a bit tired. Where are you going with that? Because CBS is right down the street, baby. You want to walk out there? I guarantee you. You do think they paying? How much they paying Tony Romo? A lot. A lot. They will pay Aaron Rodgers a lot more. They're paying, to be they're, in the studio. Fox is ready to pay Brady a lot. To be in, that's what I'm saying. To be yeah. in studio, he'll be like, "Yeah, give me the give me the Brady 350." Now let me throw you let me throw you this to work one. 24 times a year. Let me give you the LeBron angle. LeBron James is never going to pass Michael Jordan, no matter how hard he tries. He will be the he'll be the all time leading scorer in the next probably two weeks or so. All right, he will. 
He's 117, I think, points away, and he's not going to play tonight in Brooklyn. We'll get to that later. But he's he's closing in on it, and he'll be the all-time scorer in the history of the sport. Yes. And he will not pass Michael Jordan. We all know this. Yeah. Nothing he will do will put him ahead of Michael Jordan. There'll be arguments and debates, and they can be, but it'll never cha- like there'll never be a unanimous, he'll never, he'll never get yes, to six, he's the greatest. Because right. he'll never get to six. Right. So with that in mind, the one thing that everybody, a lot of people always believe that Michael Jordan, I mean that LeBron James could have done to separate himself from Michael Jordan and do something that would have put him in another stratosphere is win a championship in New York with a team yep. like the Knicks who had won in 50 years with the fan base like this and all that stuff. Like doing that is like equal, equal to five championships because yeah. we all know just how damn hard it would have yeah. been to do that. But it's not going to happen now because he's in L.A. He's never coming here. So, Aaron Rodgers, he's in the same generation as Tom Brady. He will never pass Tom Brady. Never. He could argue all he wants, and his and those his fans will argue all they want, that Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than yeah. Tom Brady. Guess who better can't pass? Better at playing quarterback. Guess who he can't pass? Tom Brady. Nope. Guess who he can pass? Who he can pass? Yes. Oh, who can he pass? If he wins one with the, with the Jets... I think I think you would he pa- he passes Peyton Manning. Okay. But that you see what I mean? What I'm saying is is that then though by doing this with the Jets and I wonder if he thinks of this. And he'll say he doesn't, but I think he does. All competitors are like this. I think I do believe that Aaron Rodgers when considering playing for the Jets and all the negatives that come with it might also say but if I win one here like that's a different kind of legacy. Listen, he would be. That's equivalent to going to break the curse for the Cubs. This dude, oh, that's big. That, that's big poppy. That's big poppy yes, level stuff. This dude, like in Boston, it will be a not that he needs the fandom, not that he needs the popularity. Dangerous. He doesn't need all that bar. He doesn't yes. need the fame. He doesn't need it. But his legacy yes. as a football player, yes. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady can't touch that. Yeah. Winning in Tampa didn't do anything for Tom. It just added another ring on his finger. It yeah. didn't do anything for his legacy. Nothing. Well, you, you won it without Bill Belichick. All right, great. But Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets and taking this downtrodden franchise and winning a championship and then you're know, doing stuff like, hey, Empire State Building, put green up now, but it's Jets green. Like doing that, now people will say, well, Tom Brady was the greatest winner of all time, but man, you see what Aaron Rodgers did with the Jets? No, no that's yeah. the best thing I've ever seen. That's what I'm saying. Larry David, Adam Sandler, and the, the Maul Blart guy <laughs> would make a movie. Paul Blart? Yeah, they would, they, they would make a movie about Aaron Rodgers' life. Like, like Spike Lee would get involved. Like, it would be, it would be and, and they would portray him yeah. as passionate of Christ, too, the second coming of Moses. <laughs> That's the one thing I wonder if Aaron Rodgers, in his, in his mind that he will never share, if he does at least in his head go, you know, Brady ain't done nothing like this. And the Jets have done and the Jets have done a great job in making themselves attractive enough. Yep. No, no, they are they are at a, a place joke. that the Knicks couldn't get to in twenty ten when LeBron was available. They are at the place that's that was the thing, is getting to a place where you looked like, wow, they've got a lot going on there and all they need is me. And, and they all didn't they need do me that. Is hack it. Like what you want to run, Aaron? Oh, we ain't got. He ain't got to worry about none of that. He ain't got to worry about. Right. Oh well, I got to learn this offense. Like, nope. Like, remember when Peyton went there? It was like they had to learn the offense. Yeah. And they had to incorporate what Peyton wanted to do too uh-huh. with the offense. Nah, yeah. Aaron. Denver, you mean? 
Aaron, yeah. yeah, yeah, Aaron, mm-hmm. Aaron. We're running the same thing that you run. Remember yeah. this? Just yeah, like you wrote this playbook, man. Yeah. Like, like, want, like it's all set. You want Mercedes Lewis? Done. 800 You want his ass? Done. 3776. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Bart Scott, there was a lot that went on yesterday in Championship Sunday around the NFL. And, you know, there's a lot of great things that were said. And there was a lot of smoke, and I know you love all kinds of smoke. The trash talk going on between these two rivals now, officially a rivalry, the Bengals and the Chiefs and everything else. So this is the time of the show we step aside and let the headline makers do the talking in the segment that we like to call Audio Audio file. Shout out to Ray for being ready with the gong, by the way. Mm. Well done, Dinahan. I wasn't sure, so I had the other gong available just in case. Just in case. But, so we get a du- double gong for audio files. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> so, how about Travis Kelsey and his on the field? This is via CBS. And you remember, so this all the trash talk started beforehand when the Cincinnati mayor. Try, like you can tell some people aren't good at trash talk like I'm one of them like I know I suck at it so I'm not even gonna bother and he's talking about like checking like what did he say checking um Burrowhead. his ancestry or something like that about who's who's Mahomes daddy oh, because wow. like oh, yeah. I, it just got so weird yeah I went to ancestry.com yeah yeah, yeah. like that Joe Burrow's really Mahomes daddy like what is that so he's doing that that got everybody else pissed off so and then of course yes the Burrowhead instead of Arrowhead because he's all he's done is one there. Travis Kelsey had a little clap back for the mayor and everybody else. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. <laughs> he went jabroni. Yeah, he went full rock. <laughs> he went full rock. And what's even funny is Kelsey played at the University of Cincinnati. 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> he does have that little bit of background. But he certainly had something to say about it. Now, see, this is what happens. When you talk, like, they, they if they were excessively talking trash. like There was a lot going week. on there. Right. Everybody talking trash, right? So now yeah. you got to eat it, and now you're going to feel stupid because now you don't realize it is hard to get back to the same place three years in a row because mm-hmm. guess who's going to have a bigger chip on their shoulder than you? Von Miller and the Buffalo Bills. So they may be trying to get Good back point. because you sent them home. So now you got Kansas see, City that's always going to be waiting for the smoke for y'all. But see, this is what's fun. Like, I, I love where the NFL is at in the AFC right now because that's what we're setting up. We've got like these these Titans, no, not, not meaning Tennessee, but yeah. like these Goliaths that are all fighting each other to get to the mountaintop. And it's not like this one – like the Patriots are like this one dominant team. Yeah. You know, and there were a handful of teams that Everyone's tried wild. to push back. Yeah, yeah Ravens, whether it was the Steelers, Ravens. Ravens. Right. They went ten years without winning, though. But, but you know, my point is, though, is yeah. like it was just so like pay, like painful, like oh, not them again, you know that kind right, of thing. Right, right. So this is what you like this more. All right, how about Patrick Mahomes? You know, normally he likes to stay away from the fray, right? So what's his reaction to uh, getting to the Super Bowl? I've watched him all year long. Great quarterback, great entire team, man. It's going to be a great challenge for us, but I'm going to celebrate this one first. I'm going to make sure I get back on my team. I don't think we have any cigars, but we'll be ready to go at the Super Bowl. Ooh. Joe Burrow and the cigar thing. And his daddy smoked a cigar. Yeah, so, so Pat Mahomes Sr. was lighting up a cigar in the suite. By the way. First of all, is that legal? Are they breaking the law? Uh, never mind. Never it's mind. an outdoor stadium, but maybe. I don't know. Did you see also, though, that Fox caught Jalen Hurts with a cigar in the locker room? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is becoming a thing now, right? This is what we do? Yeah, everybody got the cigar. Remember, it started with Jamal Adams a couple years ago when they went to the playoffs or something, right? He had it. He had the cigar, the victory cigar. I, I believe Joe it. Burrow started at LSU. I believe Joe Burrow. But Joe, yeah, but Joe Burrow was the guy that started the whole cigar thing with LSU. Like, that's where it really came back. No, yeah, it came back. Yeah, it came back. Yeah, yeah, because that's Red Auerbach. That was whole his thing. All right. Anyways, so on the other side of this, of course, is the team that takes the L, the team that loses, and that is, of course, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. And here's Burrow just talking about these two teams. And obviously, there's a lot of competitive fire between them, but also respect. That's what makes football fun. You know, it's all love. And at the end of the day, they know the respect that we have for them. I know the respect that they have for us. It's an intense, emotional game. Things like that are going to happen. But I think that's why the game is fun. I mean, you know, that's obviously going to be something. Whatever, I think he and, Burrow, he, he and Mahomes now. have. But they so, have good respect for each other. Yeah, but they, don't, yeah they do. But don't try yeah. and temper it down now because the, the, the whole window is my career. Guess what's an a, a, a uncomfortable truth? Deshaun Watson's going to be back next year. He's going to be coming for blood. And that defense that has been Manai got Jim Swartz as his coordinator now. Check, check. Okay. It's about to get real in the AFC. That's why we need Rodgers. Yeah, the, again, we go back to the Jets on that. We need right, a bad from, man, too. More on Championship Sunday. Now to the NFC side of things as the Eagles beat the Niners and the Niners all banged up went down. I mean, they were down to their a wildcat after a while because even the fourth quarterback got hurt. It's a handoff. You had, I mean, it was Steve Young at one point said, I'm out in the parking lot getting, getting warmed up if you need me. But Jalen Hurts, although he didn't play, he wasn't spectacular, he still was the quarterback that won, and now he's a quarterback of a Super Bowl team in the Eagles. And remember, we started this season wondering – if the Eagles were all in on him and that this was going to be a prove-it year for him, 
And he was aware of it, too. My first year here, I mean, they probably didn't even want to draft me here. Probably one of those things, but it, it always handled itself. And works out for him as he is now he the quarterback. He has to cash in. He has to cash in. You think so? You have to cash in. You have to. It's like, because if you don't win, if you don't win, and now you about to get paid all this money, it's going to get more difficult. Yeah. I get that. On the losing side of this was the other quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant, who was very relevant in this run to the NFC Championship for the Niners, and that is Brock Purdy. And it was early in the game where it was Hassan Reddick, right, who hit him? Yep, Hassan Reddick. And he just hit and his, him with a backup quarterback. And Man, the reports so are that it is uh, an issue with the UCL, which baseball fans know that's that's scary. And they are hoping, MRIs today, I have not seen any reports yet, MRIs today, and they're hoping that it's not a full tear and that it could just be a six-week recovery for him. And the plan is for him to be the starter next year, despite the fact, of course, that they have Trey Lance. So he's asked after the game how that elbow was feeling. You know, my arm just felt like it stretched out, um, just felt like really a lot of just shocks all over from my elbow down to my wrist, front and back, just pain, really, all over. Pain all over, but could he at least try to fight through it and throw a football? Couldn't throw anything, probably over ten yards, five yards. So that's why we just had some screens. Those really our only option when I, when I went back in. He goes back in because jo- again, Josh Johnson took uh, had a concussion and he had to leave the game. So it's all they had. So the head coach Kyle Shanahan, you talked about the bad luck that they have had. It's unbelievable in the 49ers when they have had they have gotten this far a couple of times. But something seems to go against them some way, somehow. And on this one, I felt it watching the game, Bart. When Purdy got hurt and left the game and you saw him holding his arm and he couldn't throw the football on the sideline, it was like this feeling of this game's over. So, Kyle Shanahan, how about the team? I don't think we were numb. I think, I mean, guys were up for the challenge. You know, I thought our defense was playing real well. We felt Josh was going to go in there and execute our plan and give us a chance. You know, that we, we got, I think it was 7-7. They went down. They got a number of those. They had that one long drive with all those penalties. And then they got the 14-7. And um, we ended up having that fumble, which was 21-7. We felt confident coming out in the third quarter. But on that open drive, we, we lost our last quarterback. And then after that, it was when we were inspired watching our defense and stuff. And we felt the whole time down two scores, we felt we could run the ball well enough and hopefully generate some stuff and hopefully get a turnover on the other side or something like that to give us a chance to come back but we didn't move the chains enough and then once they got that third um score i believe after the roughing the punter uh, then it was real tough to catch yeah, up the roughing the punter was a big play as well there as shanahan was losing his mind on the call but to him too by the way yeah yeah like that's when, what he was frustrated if it, if about. somebody pushing like if i'm reaching out but somebody's blocking me then you can say that he was blocked into the kicker as well so it was, just, it was some missed calls but you know, Josh Johnson, once he got hurt, it was a wrap. I mean, then yep. he didn't help himself. Like, how the hell you don't catch well, I, didn't, I wasn't confident when he was even snap. in the Yeah, I, I, I didn't have any confidence in him when he stepped into the game. He didn't well, look well, like he, he was slant, in command at sl- all. He threw, he threw the slant at okay, and I thought they could have figured out a way to use him good enough all right. to, to be able to just throw the ball with no threat of throwing the ball. There's nothing you can do. It's 9 on 7, which is basically 11 on 11 because you know you can't throw the ball. So it's like we'll the night see, we'll see. This Philadelphia team has not been tested the entire playoffs. Well, yeah, I mean, look, they 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 destroyed the Giants. They destroyed this team. Yeah, but, but I, no one believes it's going. And they're the favorites, by the way, by just two points. But they're the favorites early on in the Super Bowl. But just with all that in mind, all these things going wrong again for the Niners, it, it has to wear on you. And George Kittle probably put it best when he talked about just 
how he feels about losing this way. How's that feel to lose in the NFC Championship game because I don't have a quarterback? Pretty to be honest. Losing your starting quarterback, who's a third-string rookie, to your fourth-string quarterback, who did everything he could, gets hurt you know, right away in the third quarter, and then you can only run the ball. It's tough. It's frustrating. You know, this is a hell of a football team. Great defense. Offense was moving it. You know, Christian had an amazing run that got a kind of little spark in us, and then you can only do so much. Ball doesn't bounce our way. That's football. It's life. And that's the end for the Niners. I tell you what, if I'm Trey Lance, you're talking about he's a the perceived starter. Yeah. Like, tripping on me. Like, get me the hell out of here then. <laughs> the hell you mean? Like, oh, what? Hold up. What? Yeah. yeah. No, hell no. Hell to the gnaw. Get me up out of here, then, bro. Yeah, I mean, I imagine. Was he? Now, this would be start. his third year, right? Yeah, he's going into his third. Yeah, he's going well, to his third. If you're the year. Niners, you look at him, and say, "You got to stay healthy, bud." A uh, dude. Well, so does Purdy. Yeah. Well, he was until. I, I don't mean, care. I don't care. Like he's had injuries. This is the first care. time he's. What do? You, how do? We, he didn't have a turnover. Year. This dude played eight games, and he got hurt. That was his first I, turnover. Incredible. I don't care about the first turnover. He got. He got hurt. How you gonna say I can't stay healthy? This dude can play ten games. He can't get. He can't That's stay healthy. Ten more either. games than you played. He can't stay healthy either. No, he was available his whole rookie year. He was available. He yeah. didn't get hurt his first year. That's fair. So what I'm saying is, if if I can't stay healthy, tell him to stay healthy. Tell Jimmy G to stay healthy. Well, I thought no. Did he get hurt early in his rookie year? I thought he was hurt, and then he got came back. Uh, whatever. Well, Jimmy it, G. It, Jimmy it G was matter. the quarterback, and then he, Jimmy G got hurt, and he played. Right, I don't if you're care. Jimmy what G, you, you know what he's got to say to well, them. He's out. He's My name's Paul, and that problem's y'all, right? Yeah, like that, I've got. He's going to have they some need, options. They need, they need. They need the salary cap space. That's the yeah. issue. They yeah, need the salary cap space, and now having a cheap quarterback You'll allows two cheap them quarterbacks. To, right, but what I'm saying is, it allows them to go out and to be Philadelphia. Right, okay. they can go out because now Jimmy G's contract is off the books, so now they can go out and they can go out and just get mad veterans. Right, they can go out and get. Better corners. They can mm-hmm. go out and get extra. They can get super depth. The problem is the depth that they need is that quarterback. They might need to sign Mike White just for insurance. <laughs> now, y'all, I'm, Mike, you the third string quarterback. Trust <laughs> me, you're probably going to play. You're probably going to play. All right, that's audio files. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Got some uh, some sad hockey news today, Bart Scott. What happened? Do you know of Bobby Hull? I know of the – you're talking about the it's, – it's, The Golden Jet. Yeah, yeah. Are they, are they considered – the greatest father's son. I know the oars, right? Are they? Well, are not they the oars. You're, you're talking about the uh, the house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, are, Gordy are, are they, and his sons. But wait, but wait. no. But Brett Brett and Bobby Hull are just incredible when you talk about father son duo, right? Scoring and everything else. I mean, it's just amazing. But uh, but Bobby Hull, the Golden Jet, all time great. I mean, Hall of Famer, but also Chicago Blackhawks uh, has passed away at the age of 84. That's good life, right? Good life. It's good life, right there. Now he they they won a Stanley Cup in '61 with the Blackhawks. He and of course Stan Makita. A lot of people may remember Stan Makita, and, and um, there's been some pop culture reference to him. But uh, Hull also curved the blade like they had wooden sticks back in the day. Yeah, and he 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 could curve the blade. And had one of these slap shots that so back in the day the glass behind yeah. the net was was low yeah because the the glass was never as high as it is today right because the puck never it really take a, it take a couple of people to get hit in the face before they raised oh them. he he bloodied some people <laughs> yeah no no he like like they had to race the glass behind the net because like he would take a slap shot and people would have to duck for their like run for their lives <laughs> I bet you that made the game reciting you know nobody it, sitting there nobody sitting there texting then. Sit right. down, look at their, their personal <laughs> tablet then. And remember, goalies didn't wear masks back then either. Yeah, they had the Jason Voorhees mask. No, they didn't, have, they didn't have a mask at all. None? That wasn't until Jacques Plante put it on in like the late 60s. But when he first got in the league, the goalies weren't ma- wearing masks because, again, the puck didn't really – nobody ra- nobody lifted the puck. But he, because of the little curve that he would have on his stick and he could you know rip – I mean, he was bloody in goalies. So, yeah. Like, like, he, he had people gasping. Playing, like, you going down and you just start aiming for their head. Like, if I hit him in the face a couple times, yes, tell them about the way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just scare him a little bit. Uh, you'll like this, too. He, he signed the first million-dollar contract in hockey history. Wow. Yeah. What was that, like 20, 10 years? He went, to the, uh, yeah, he went to the Winnipeg Jets, the WHA, before they combined those two leagues as well. Is that why he became the Golden Jet? Because he played for the Jets? No, it was his, no, no, it was his blonde hair. Ah. But where did Jet come from? I, I mean, I imagine he was fairly fast, but he also had a he would shoot rockets. But, but what I'm saying is, he played for the Jets. He was right? yeah, so no, it, well, he did at the end. But but his oh, his the, the Golden Jet thing was when he just because again he'd fly you know through the neutral zone, his hair's flying like back then everybody had long hair and nobody wore helmets, so you know that was part of it. But I'm sure then going to Winnipeg helped that a little bit. And you know they used to call his son the Golden Brett. <laughs> Worked out perfect, right? Didn't well, he it? played for the he played for the Red Wings, so I can I can deal. With yes, it. he did. Also for the St. Louis Blues as well. No, he uh, played for the Red others. Wings. We don't acknowledge <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> Maybe not. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the number. Um, let's go ahead and take Rodney in Brooklyn. Go ahead, Rodney. Hey, what's going on, guys? How y'all doing? Good. Matados. <laughs> Listen, uh, Aaron Rodgers, man. <clears throat> Titans are the best choice for him. You know, he's giving kudos to Vrabel, to Derrick Henry. Uh, he can choose his OC now. Um, they're built to win. The defense can be, is strong. That, I think that if they can – oh, they can release uh, Tannehill and save like $18 million, um off the cap. So I think they're a very, very strong 
position to, to? to to get Aaron Rodgers. Who's he throwing to? And what? Remember, remember they got rem- they got Traylon Burks. Remember yeah. they drafted him. He's no Garrett Wilson. And they still have. Oh, they got uh, Phillips, that uh, receiver that uh, he was injured all season. But he's so good, you don't know his name. <laughs> highly graded in the draft. Kyle <laughs> Phillips. Yeah, I got the offensive rookie of the year. I got the offensive rookie of the year, <laughs> and you talk about he can choose his coordinator. The Rodney. Jets already chose his coordinator. Rodney is trying so hard to speak Rodney, it into he's existence. Already, he's already chosen his coordinator. He's already chosen his coordinator. Rodney's trying, man, but it ain't going to work. He said he could choose his coordinator. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett was his coordinator. Hired. He's already there. All right, Bart, so, so let me ask you this. So the Knicks and Nets play Saturday night. The Nets – uh, Kyrie was phenomenal in the fourth quarter. The Nets couldn't miss. They were 22 of 40 from three-point range. Like, it was just one of those, if you're a Knicks fan after watching, the, you just are bi- frustrated. Like and at, Yes, because you just beat Boston. beat this you freaking beat, team. You just right. beat Boston and you lose. Like, come on, man. That's what I'm saying. And there's no KD. And Ben Simmons is not playing and all that other stuff. But I mean, yet the supporting cast guys came in. <laughs> they were, no, the, him and Joe Harris was making threes. And Yuta Watanabe is making three. Like, they just came in and were firing. And the Knicks' defense was not there. Randall even admitted, he's like, I, we just didn't have the energy. And I'm thinking, okay, rivalry game, you didn't have the energy. So well, don't sell me. In Boston, though. Don't sell me that this the is. That's the bigger rivalry. Don't tell me this is a rivalry and the players can't even get up for this damn game. Well, I, I just think physically, coming off from playing two rivals, right? That's like if we play within a division. Right. If we play Miami, then we play uh, the, the Patriots, or we play the Patriots, then play Miami, right? Like, or, or 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 the Bills. Like you're just fatigued, right? And they put so much emotionally into there. I just think their legs didn't come back, right? Because guys played long minutes. It was a tough game. Went down to the wire. It was Thursday night. You played Saturday afternoon, early but, evening, right? But that's still only a day and a half to recover, get your legs back. Oh That's not a lot of time, especially we're starting to get later into the season, and Tibbs plays these guys a lot of minutes. And, you know, that's you always going to have – remember how you talk about sometimes schedule schedule victories? Or schedule, schedule loss, losses? yeah. You know, and I, I would wonder what the Nets were coming off of, right? Well, they were I, coming off of losing to your Detroit Pistons. Right. So, so they were a little so, so pissed off. So they didn't off. play. So they didn't show up. So they had their, 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 their brain fart game, right? Yeah. But they didn't do nothing, so they were coming back, and also like now they're now they're happy or now they're motivated because they just got embarrassed. Where yep. the Knicks are feeling complacent, mm-hmm. so the the, the the issue is, and what what do the Knicks do going forward, and what does the Knicks do as far as trying to get somebody? Because the Nets got to be all in to try and say, listen, when KD comes back, oh yeah, we're, like we Rode didn't up. lose the ground that we lost last time KD was out because Kyrie uh, has stepped up. Three and I think they're three and six now since well, he's but, but, games. But that, but that's still that's still not you know, like and they play tonight against crazy. the Lakers. But the Lakers aren't good. like it's amazing. Right, the Lakers are sitting like LeBron and I think Anthony Davis also sitting tonight because the two of them want to play Tuesday night at the Garden. Yeah, they want to play prime time. Now, you talk about you know if it's a prime time game. You know what I'm saying? I hope that you guys are still on it, or is it going to it's going to nope. be prime time? We're not on it. it. Yeah. No, we're off so, again. Well, we'll see. The we'll next see. game, I haven't done it. I haven't done an MSG post game in over in well over a week. Ah. So, and I won't do one until Thursday. So that means that but I did te- the game. I, I, they're telling you the team and opponent they rather beat is the Knicks because they're going to get more <laughs> shine, and LeBron wants to be able to do something in the garden on his historic run for passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Let's so get some. Call. If I got to pick one, I'm gonna pick that one. And let's then, get some. Let's the get some. Thing is, the, I'm sorry. The crazy eight hundred now and nine. I'm just trying to get to the okay. break. Eight hundred now and nine three seven seven six. So we'll oh. get your calls on this. Is it really a rivalry well, or that's what not? That clock is for. Yeah. <laughs> is it really rivalry or not? 
How do you view it at this point? Because the Nets just dominate them. They've won nine in a row. No matter who's in, who's out, doesn't matter. The Knicks cannot beat this team. Does it matter? Trade deadline coming up. A couple of interesting names that are out there uh, for the Knicks. One in particular that we can bring up as well. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.